Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the JT Fox Podcast Network. On this show, we interview A-list celebrities like Pacino and Stallone and Schwarzenegger, Calvin Klein, Donna Karen, to name a few. Uh, sometimes I do interviews with how to make more income, how to make more money. Sometimes we talk about how do we turn that money into wealth. And sometimes we just sort of debate the news. And so I haven't done this in a while. So I figured today we'd go over various issues that are happening and you get my comments and my opinion. And the world is completely crazy. Uh, today, the stock market closed uh, over 800 points for its fourth winning week. Now, I want to put this in comment about how I completely think the stock market is Russian roulette because there's no one that could have imagined that the market would be up four weeks in a row. You have rising interest rates. Mortgage rates hit 30, uh, a high of over 20 plus years at 7%, uh, I believe. Uh, and then you have obviously a cooling into the real estate market. You have inflation that is still under control. Yes, people are still spending. Disney is still full. Concerts are still full. People are. I was at the airport this morning. It was completely full. Um, but more and more Americans and people around the world are feeling the pitch. You have rising costs. Uh, this winter will probably be a very expensive one for heat. But yet the stock market keeps going up. Meta was down 20%. Google is not hitting their ad. So why is this going up? The answer is we don't know. No one knows. Now, I some people argue well, it's because the Fed has the market has already worked in that the Fed is going to do another cut of 75 basis points. So the market has already factored that. You have midterm elections that are happening. So people are not trying to rock the boat. But just like I predicted it would go down, I think it's going to go down again in December by the end of the year, as there's going to be sell-off for taxes and strategic purposes. But it's a very risky time. You know, on one hand, it's just like if you own stocks, you forget it and you set it. On the other hand, I mean, obviously for some people that sold too early, you're like, ah, it could have been higher, but I think it's going to come back down. Crypto is still hovering past the 20,000 mark, but didn't hit the 21,000. You know, it could very well go back to the 1918 it's been stuck at. But where's the catalyst? There's no good news at the horizon. So be very careful if you're watching this. You can do whatever you want. That's why I have 0% in the stock market. Sold everything at 36000 I don't worry about it, but I'm trying to understand it. So on the other hand, Elon Musk took over Twitter. People, uh, you know, they, in essence, uh, came in with a sink and a little, little dramatic thing and said, hey, you know, it's time to, uh, you know, clean house in a way. Uh, but what was very interesting is he fired the top three executives. Uh, and people were outraged, right? Well, I don't think you should feel sorry for it uh, because uh, the CEO got a $42 million payout. The CFO got a $25 million payout. And so nobody should feel sorry. And I don't know what the head of legal got, but they got a very big, and then Jack Dorsey walked away with over a billion dollars. So please, let's not feel sorry. And I never thought Elon Musk would go through with it. Um, so basically, some might argue that he overpaid. Um, but you know, right away, people are saying he's making waves. Uh, you know, he could potentially end Twitter bans for seven accounts that have been banned. And so there are some members that have been permanently banned. So it'd be very interesting. One is also Donald Trump. Um, you know, number two, Alec Jones, Steve Bannon, um, you know, Toby Robinson, which is, by the way, the founder of the English Defense League. Uh, he was banned for hateful conduct in 2018. Uh, Katie Hopkins who's a British far-right political commentator, uh, Babylon Lee, 
who's a satire website on Babylon Lee, which used Twitter to take aim at trans people, Democrats, and Planned Parenthood was suspended uh, as this. Uh, so, and my point is, and by the way, are they going to do Andrew Tate? Who knows? Um, also, too, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, I mean, listen, they seem to be you know, a lot of right-wingers. And, and the fact that Twitter, uh, the uh, sort of Iran Ayatollah still has an account and, and the Taliban has an account, it just makes no sense. And on one hand, yes, they are a privately held company, but there has to be a standard by which they apply. You can say, well, we could do whatever we want, but on the other hand, we can't go after them under Section 230. So Section 230 says anything, for example, in the United States, and that's why I love is some countries don't operate like that, but for example, if someone posts something bad about you and it ruins your business, your name, your reputation, it's not true, the platform is not responsible. So you can sue that person, but you can't sue the platform. And so there's no liability. I mean, we live in a crazy world, and I don't know if you guys heard, but Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi's husband, who's 82 years old, pretty much got hit in the head with a, with a hammer and was waiting for Nancy Pelosi, some nut job uh, out of Vancouver. And obviously some people were cheering this. And by the way, I don't care whether you are a Democrat or Republican or you're not American. Someone got hit with a hammer at the age of 82. That's wrong on so many different levels. What kind of disgusting society do we have that because he is married to Nancy Pelosi, which by the way, I don't particularly like, but the man is a human being. Where is the human decency in the world to say this guy is a human being, but because he's a political party or because his wife is something, because I've never heard, heard him do say anything other than uh, drunk driving, which he had about a couple months ago in, San, in, um, in Napa Valley. But it's a crazy world we live in. Why can't we just respect people's opinion? Fine, you you agree with this. And by the way, the people that that have different opinions than you and all kinds, they're not when are you gonna realize that no one is changing their mind? No one's changing their mind. So stop trying to convince the people. The only way people change their minds is by them experience something, right? And so maybe uh, Pelosi's now are going to have a different perspective on defunding the police now that this happened. Maybe, maybe so, but this would be a perfect example. So we live in a world where there's so much hate and we're not coming together. We don't respect each other's opinion and everybody wants to take somebody down. Everybody's pointing the finger at somebody, but you know what? Guess what? You have three fingers pointing back at you. And so, uh, um, Another big news, obviously, uh, you guys know I got a chance to meet Tom Brady and, and something I'm still in contact and continuing the relationship, um, hopefully going to be meeting very soon, uh, announced divorce with Giselle Bündchen. Um, now, not that this is necessarily uh, you know our business to discuss, but it was very interesting. I was at the Tampa game last night. It was actually my first game I saw him live. I'd never seen him live at a, at a football game, ironically enough. And obviously, he's not playing to his capabilities. You know, some people say he's at his age. Um, the team is obviously not performing as well, and and uh, there's not one person who's responsible. But it's very interesting because on one hand, one minute Tom Brady is a hero, and the next minute, oh, you sucks. You should retire. All these people who have never won anything criticizing. I think it's just another example of how the world is just crazy, where people just point the finger so blatantly at other people. You know, how dare you criticize? And also, too, people are criticizing his marriage. Your marriage sucks. Well, why are you criticizing his marriage? Oh, he put his kids, uh, he put his football over his kids. That is his decision. Who are you to decide what someone decides? 
right? Just like some people like to decide who people should love or, or go out with or marry. You know what? We're all responsible for our own decisions. We also have to live with our own consequences as well. So uh, a lot of people are talking about in other news that the Fed is seeing aggressively hiking interest rates to 5% will actually trigger a global recession. So the federal officials will maintain the resute hawkish stance so that they can reach the interest rates by 5% in March 2023. And so that is not going to go. So anybody here who thinks that the Fed is going to raise lower rates after the new year, it doesn't work that way. The, the rates take about 18 months to kick in. So I, I think people have this, um, this ideal that, that it's like a lever, turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off. It doesn't work that way. So when you have this mindset, it just you're making asinine sort of uh, decisions and opinions based on this. Right. And so here's the thing. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen in two months, next year, five years from now. But I know one thing that if I worry about what I'm going to do, then I will succeed as well. So th those are it's kind of interesting because of the world we live in here today. And I'm trying to find, you know, I, I keep getting disappointed by people. Right. And there's a common quote that that my CEO, Francis, keeps messaging. We should have zero expectations of people. That way we're never going to be um, you know, disappointed. But I do know one thing, that I'm never going to quit, right? And so, but I think the lesson to all of you is you have to be ready. You have to pivot. You have to change. And so one of the things that I will be doing with my money is I'm going to be very conservative next six months. I'm going to invest. And by the way, I'm not cash hoarding. I'm going to invest in assets that are less than a year that will provide a return. And... You know, I don't know if I'm going to, and I bought over a thousand pieces of real estate. So I don't know if I'm going to buy any real estate in the next six months. I mean, I'm buying a hotel in a couple of weeks, but that's different because it's cross collateralized by an asset that's worth far more than that. So it's a safe investment. But this is the time where you hold cash and you get into great opportunities that have returned. This is not the time to get into bad deals. This is not the time to speculate hoping that it's going to go up. My advice to all of you is sure things. And then in six months, we reevaluate. Things change. By the way, you just heard by my March, we'll, we'll have a better idea where we are with the Fed and what we need to do and, and what we need to handle from there. So it continues changing, right? So the credit card debt is now returning to the pre-pandemic levels that it was. So credit card balances last year were $960 billion. And during the pandemic, people go anywhere, so just paying down debt. And by the way, it makes sense. Disney increases their prices on the parks. Airports are full. People paying full price. Everything is full. Everywhere you go is busy. You never know we're going through these economic times. And maybe I'm just talking about, but I've always said to you, I'm a paranoid optimist. Always paranoid something is gonna, bad is going to happen, but I'm an optimist. I will succeed no matter what. But I can't tell you why the market jumped 800 points. It makes no, um, no sense. So... I want to keep that in mind. What's next? Higher gas prices? What's going to happen at the election? Is there going to be a, a red wave uh, in the U.S. that's going to cure all these investigations against Hunter Biden and everything else like that? It's going to be messy, but it's okay. We're here to make opportunity. That is why we have to come together. That's why I'm inviting all of you. It'll be my last one, mega success, the Super Bowl of all events. I've got Hollywood A-listers, billionaires, uh, nine figures, eight figures, seven figures, entrepreneurs from 72 countries that we come together, do business, learn, and we are stronger 
together than we're as individual. The link is in the comment, megasuccess.com. It is my last one, it's the Super Bowl. By the way, please, as a huge favor, do you mind liking uh, on Spotify and Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, leaving a review if it's possible on Apple. It takes two seconds, means a lot. Do you mind sharing it with someone who would be a value of this as well? We can grow this amazing community and that's what I want. I really want to grow this community. So to give you the truth, no BS how it is. I appreciate it. I know you have a lot of options out there. And remember that success is not a matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. And on my next podcast, I'll tell you the story of me being Hollywood Fox. I didn't get a chance there today. Yes, I was in a Hollywood movie. And I just got offered another big role as well. And I will tell you, it's kind of shocking. It's not about acting. I have no interest to act. I'm not an actor. That's not what I do. But when you put effort in things, nothing is impossible. We'll see you next time. Please remember to leave a review. This is JT Fox signing off.